Good morning and welcome to Prayers for Your Day. This is Danita and today is Friday, November the 10th, 2023. As always, I give God thanks for you, not only for what he is doing in your life, but in the lives of your loved ones, the people, places, and things that God has divinely connected you and I to for such a time as this. It is Friday, and you guys know on Friday, I try to give you something to think about, meditate on, uh, practice some self-reflection as you go throughout this weekend. I want to send a birthday shout out to a dear listener who I have gotten to know uh, probably in the last couple of years, um, a wonderful woman of God who texts um, often quite a bit. And um, we've just become friends. We don't see each other or, you know, what I would consider, you know, I wouldn't probably know her uh, if I saw her out somewhere, but we have connected through this podcast and her birthday is Sunday. So she knows who she is. Happy birthday, dear heart. And I pray that your day is blessed beyond measure. Well, on today, I wanted to talk to you about um, just an analogy the Lord had given me. Um, if you've been listening for a while, you know that the Lord deals with me with analogies. And so I'm going to give you the natural part of it. And then we'll talk about the spiritual aspect of it. So um, before I had got another car, I have an older car. It's got like over 200,000 miles on it, but I was determined I was not going to get rid of it. But I also didn't want it to break down on me and then I couldn't get another car. So in the process of me getting the car, like all things that grow older, they need they need more work, right? If you have an older home, you know your home needs more work. Older car needs more work. Things you just have to replace. Even our bodies, right? As we get older, I'm amazed at so many people who are talking about they've got to have, you know, hip replacement or knee replacement. Just as we get older, you know, and things get older, we have to make some changes, so as my car was getting older, it's like they would always give me this list of things that needed to be fixed. There were things that were red, yellow, and green, right? Red meaning immediate attention. Um, yellow, cautionary. And then, of course, green, I'm good. So I've got this list, of course. I've got the other car. And so I'm like, ah, I'm not thinking about this list. Like, it's good. I'm just going to keep driving. I'm just going to keep, you know, doing what I do. Well, the other day when I went to get in the car, it wouldn't start. And so I'm like, what? Like, it literally would not start. So, of course, here I am thinking that I'm a mechanic. I start Googling things that I think could be wrong with the car. To make a long story short, I had the car towed to get fixed. Yesterday, when they sent me the report, again, I hear this long list of everything that's wrong. Then it asked me to choose the things that I want 
um, that I want the mechanics to work on first, right? It gives me everything, though. It gives me a list, like, I think it was like 12 pages. And so as I'm going through, I'm like, what? I'm not, again, I'm not getting all this fixed. So what do I need to fix immediately? And what can I wait on? And then what's going to cost, right? You count the cost of all that. So I go through and I decided I was only going to focus on what needed immediate attention. Anything else I could wait for. But the key is, even though I knew that, they couldn't start on my car until I gave them permission. They were not going to do anything to the vehicle until I gave them permission to work on the things that I said they could work on. And at first, I didn't know I had to decline some things and accept some things. So once I accepted all the things I wanted them to work on, I tried to hit, like, continue, wouldn't do anything. Then I realized I had to go back and decline those things. Once I declined those things that I didn't want them to work on today, I signed my name and it gave them access to work on the vehicle. And as the Lord was dealing with me, because I picked up the car tonight, my daughter, thank God for an 18-year-old, but uh, she took me to get my car and I drove it back home and I thought already it drives better. It drives better already and I don't even have half of the things done on the list. And so as I was meditating on that entire process, I thought about God and how he deals with us. See, none of us are perfect. None of us, right? The Bible says that even up at our best, it's like filthy rags to God. Now, that doesn't mean that we don't strive to be better, because every day we should be a little bit better than we were the day before. But I thought, okay, so here's this long list of stuff that we've got to clean up, right? Some of it needs immediate attention for every last one of us. There are some things that we know we need to stop doing, that we need to get, you know, get it together immediately. Some of the things we think, eh, it's not so bad, right? We still need, we, we know we still need to work on those things, but we're like, okay, I'm better than I was last year, you know, and I'm going to get there. And then there are those areas where we know, for the most part, we've conquered. Like there are certain things that I'm not going to be tempted by. It's just not in me, right? And I'm trying to think of what that might be. So say, for example, somebody says, okay, there is, I don't know. I'm trying to think of something crazy that I know I would not do. But say that it was, um, say it was drugs, right? Cocaine, all right? I know. You cannot tempt me with cocaine. There could be a room full of people. I don't care who's in there. If you say, hey, come snort this cocaine, right? That's, 
that is not my, that's not, I'm going to get up out of there, first of all, because I'm thinking about jail, I'm thinking about fentanyl, I'm thinking about all of that, and I'm getting out of there. That is not something that is going to be tempting to me in that way. Um, For some people, you know, it could be alcohol. For some people, it could be the thought of cheating on their spouse. They just, you just know within yourself, like, that's not me. You just know that. Well, those are those things that I would say kind of are the green that you just know. Like if you've ever met somebody and they'll tell you, I've, I, I don't drink alcohol. I've never had a drink in my life. And they don't even have that desire. Those are, I would say those are those green things. And we all have those green things about us as well. But what was interesting to me that with everything that was wrong with the car, the fact that the car wouldn't even start, I had a choice, and the choice was mine. I could decide to get everything fixed. I could decide just to do some of the things, or I could decide not to do anything. But the onus was on me. The dealership was just there to show me, to present to me, Here are the things that you need to deal with at some point, at one point or another. Here are the things that's going to make your car a lot smoother. And I think about the Bible. Genesis through Revelation. Here are the things that were written to make our life smoother. Here are the things that were written, that are written to make our lives a little easier. Now, all of the things in the Bible, we don't have to get, we don't have it all together. Some of the things in the Bible that we need to work on, we need to work on immediately. We need to stop doing immediately. Other things, because God is patient and long-suffering with us, right? He gives us grace and new mercy each day that we can gradually, right, release and let go of. But the interesting thing is, even with the list, I had to give permission for them to do the work. As much as God loves us, As much and as many times as he shows us, right? Because I always say God is always listening. We're not always paying attention. But when you've walked with Christ for a while, he'll let you know when you messed up. He'll let you know when you've said something wrong, right? That's the Holy Spirit. That's when we are convicted, not condemned. Because the Bible tells us that in Christ, there is no condemnation. But it is when we are convicted in our spirit, meaning that we know better and we knew better and we did something opposite of what we know God would have us to do. That is conviction that should lead to repentance, that should lead to change. 
But we have to give God permission to work on us. We have to say, here am I, God. Here's my heart. Here's my mind. Here's my soul. There was a song called Work On Me. Work on me. I can't even remember how it goes. I've, I've got to ask my mother how that song go. But I used to love that song growing up because she was singing. The psalmist was singing, God, work on me, work on my mind. She said, work on my mind so I won't think no evil. Lord, work on my heart, work on my heart so I can love everybody. And then she said, Lord, work on me, work on me, work on me, work. But it was like, you know, God, I'm giving you permission to work on those places that I know need you, that I know need healing, that I know need deliverance. God, I'm giving you permission to set the captive free in me. That is humility. When we get to the place where we say, God, I can't do it. I need you to work on me. Some of those places we may not even be aware of. We may not even know that they need work until God reveals it. But one of the things that I do know is we get serious about God. He has no problem exposing those areas within us that we need to change. Those areas within us where we say, God, we, I need your help. I can't do this by myself. When I was looking at the things that they said needed to work, uh, that I needed to work on in the car, I started Googling certain things like, well, what would happen if I didn't get this fixed? Right? Because stuff is expensive, y'all. And then I said, well, how do you, you know, change the air filter in the car? And what I realized was that I could do that myself. I didn't need to pay the dealership to do that. I could do that. And there are some things that we need to work on that you and I can do ourselves. We know what needs to be done. We have the ability to do it, right? Because the Holy Spirit resides in us. And we can just make that change. But there are other things in our life. When I saw how to, there was a difference between cleaning the air filter and cleaning the engine filter. The air filter, I thought, oh, yeah, I can do that. The engine filter, I thought, oh, no, no, they're going to have to fix that. There were too many parts that needed to be moved and lifted and rearranged. And that's what God desires to do. He shows us us. And then as we see ourselves, we have to give God permission to come in. As the psalmist David said, create in me a clean heart and renew the right spirit within me. That gives God permission to come in and do what only God can do. There are things that are in each of us we just need to do. We just need to set time aside to pray. We need to set time aside to study the word. We need to set time aside to, 
you know, give God praise and worship, to praise him, to worship him, to honor him. We just need to do that. But then there are things that are within each and every one of us. My thing may not be your thing and your thing may not be my thing. Where we have to give God permission and say, God, I need you to come in. I I can't do this by myself. The weight is too heavy. There are too many things that have to be moved and rearranged. And, And I need you to do it, God. And when we open up ourselves and give God permission, check off, yes, today, right? I think that was one of the things I had to check today, meaning I need you to work on this today. And it reminded me of the scripture in Hebrews chapter 3. I can't remember the particular verse where it says, God says, the day you hear my voice, harden not your heart. Today, there are things in our lives that need immediate attention. Will you trust God today? Will you trust him on this weekend to check the box, to give him permission to sign your name and say, work on me. Work on me, God. Whatever it is, if you're struggling with sexual immorality in any way, ask the Lord, work on me. If you're struggling with gossiping and backbiting, ask the Lord, to work on me. Whatever it is you're struggling with, he is the chief mechanic. He knows it doesn't matter what type of vehicle you're driving, right? doesn't matter the age of your vehicle, your body. doesn't matter what kind of condition you're in. God is able to work on you giving permission to do so. And I'm going to tell you, the moment I drove off the lot, I was driving better. When God comes in, when you give him permission to come in your life, man, you're going to see a difference and you're going to be that much better for it. I'm over time. I love you all. Have an awesome weekend. Be blessed. Happy birthday, Katrina. Bye-bye.